Hey, everybody out there in Blinkopolis, all you Blinkers, Blinkonites, and Blinkonians, this is Mike from Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. You know, normally with us, we'd have Ryan, uh, but he was unable to attend today's intro, and that brings me to something I wanted to apologize for. Normally here at Take Off Your Pants and Podcast, we'd like to have a week between our episodes, and we've gone a little bit over that. And I want to put that blame squarely at the foot, the feet of Ryan. You know, I think that our best work is done when we're both in the same podcast studio, bouncing off each other's ideas and energy. But he, you know, thinks it's going to be fine for him to just send over his podcast files to me and kind of Frankenstein together a podcast. But, you know, I refuse to record unless he's here. So tonight I thought, might as well just go solo. What you're going to hear tonight is us recapping what's been going on with Blink and kind of more the meat of the episode is really going to be about Tom. And, you know, we know he's not a part of Blink anymore, um, but he's someone we obviously all grew up with and love and have a strange relationship with. Um, I, I hope we don't come across as being too negative on Tom. I think that we both have kind of complicated feelings about him and at the at the end of the day i think we really care about him and um definitely wish him the best um so hopefully we don't end on too much of a sour note i think we do try to salvage it with a little bit of burrito and pizza talk at the end to kind of bring things in a little bit of a more uplifting end for y'all but um yeah so i hope you enjoy this episode of take off your pants and podcast Ryan would normally say take your pants off. Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike and with I'm us Ryan. <laughs> is Ryan uh, here at the, the Blink, uh, Blink Fan headquarters in yeah. Portland, Oregon. Sunny Portland, Oregon. It was a very nice little breezy day outside. It was a delightful day. It's delightful. Today, you know, I got paid recently. And I was like, what can yeah. I buy? What can I spend my money on, you know, foolishly? And uh, I went to this little, uh, like, kind of like antique toy store kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I bought a 1980 Empire Strikes Back metal lunchbox. Uh, I saw a picture of it too, and it's like the it's like the artwork is great. Well, even on, it's, too, it's, it, it's it, beautiful. Both sides of the artwork are great. They're different too. There's it's both sides. Oh. Like one side is like Yoda and Luke. What are you gonna it. What are you gonna do with it? Are it's you gonna, gonna go right next to my Calaman uh, baking powder <laughs> uh, thing in my kitchen. So really, that's the perfect place for it. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> It's just I, when I saw that, I knew exactly where it was gonna go. Well, speaking of uh, spending your money on things today, yeah. uh, there was something else uh, that we've recently purchased. Yes, uh, blink tickets. Blink tickets went on sale for their their tour. So it's happening, um, yeah. and they're coming here to. Uh, it says they're coming to Portland, but they're, they're it's not Portland. It's not Portland. It's <laughs> it's like across and then like a different city. <laughs> it's in Washington. It's in a different state. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what the name of the theater, the amphitheater. Because I'm I'm recently like a new person to to Portland, so I don't know exactly the name of it. But it's like an amphitheater that's north of Vancouver, Washington. Right. And uh, yeah, 
We got some. Uh, we don't get pit pit tickets, unfortunately. But that's okay. We're old uh, men now. No, we, I'm, I'm we fine sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll probably be standing yeah, up. Still. Yeah, standing up. But it's uh, it's lower level still. Yeah. And if anybody's gonna be going to that show, um, you know, you should message us, and maybe we can like have a beer or something. Yeah. Yeah. E- even, even if you're uh, of age. Yeah. And we'd love to, we'd love Not to, it'd be, it'd be fun to maybe do like a, like a, like a post show interview or something like that. Yeah, like how uh, was it and stuff yeah. with Skiba and the big show. Cause it's a, it's a, the last times I've seen Blink have been in Phoenix and they've all been um, sort of like festival type shows. Mm. So this is going to be cool. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen Blink a few times, and one time was in Phoenix with uh, No Doubt on that. Yeah, tour. well, that was like another amp. The Untitled show. tour. Yeah, yeah that was that, was that was amazing. That made me a No Doubt fan. I was surprisingly not really a big fan until that show. Yeah, and it was crazy because they were after Blink, and I was like, oh, oh god, all right. <laughs> I was like super excited for it. It was like theatrical almost. It was. It was pretty cool. Like they were good uh, show, show. Yeah, show and they had her like in a bathtub at a point. Yeah, I like, remember that. Yeah, it was. It was I was neat. super legit. I brought this girl that I used to work at the Dollar Theater with. That 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 show. I think we talked about this in one of our earlier episodes. Which I one? think we did in our first episode that we, we didn't we that about, didn't get put out. Uh, maybe yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We we if, I mean, if this is your first one, we did episodes that never got released, right? And that right. was probably brought up in that because I don't remember bringing it up in the recent episodes. Hmm. But yeah, that was a that was the first time I actually saw Blink because I was a fucking dick and didn't see him in their their super prime. That was probably their prime, but you know. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty that. good live during the Untitled. Yeah, stuff. that was a good that that was for me their their best. Yeah, time there. It might be might be mine too. Yeah, uh, it was pretty great. Yeah. So uh, there's been a lot of interviews going on lately with yeah, some Mark with, and Travis, and yeah, this not is, so much Skiba. Uh, nah, he's you know. He, I'm getting the feeling that Skiba is. Um, at first, I thought maybe he was like trying to stay back because he's like the new guy but the the more i've seen him now with the band and i, I feel like he might just be kind of shy like and and not well it's kind a of big, a soft-spoken dude i think he's not really used to this um this level level yeah i mean he's always he's been in a popular band but it's like nothing a niche. like this yeah, it's like a niche group of people like bored to death is like a three and a half million or four million plays on youtube right now and like i'm yeah. sure that's I mean, so this is going to be another thing I might be horribly wrong about, but I'm sure like Alkaline Trio gets nowhere near that, uh, you know, this soon and this fast. Well, also, um, it was just released on Billboard that this is the highest charted Blinks ever uh, had on a debut song on um, for Board the Death. Well, that was for the alternative charts. I saw that and I was wondering if they've always... They've not always been on the alternative charts. Maybe. Maybe it's, you know, they were for neighborhoods, you know? Like, I could totally see this being... Um, when they add the alternative... Maybe they didn't have alternative yeah. charts back the, then. The, the reason the I say that is, like, I totally... I feel like this is more popular than any of the songs um, that were released off neighborhoods. But, but like, I Miss You was a really big... Yeah, but though. I was going to say, yeah, it's nothing like all the small things are like, I miss you. Like, yeah. I mean, yet... Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it will be. Well, I don't know. You know? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's well, it's. I could see them having a hit like that off of this, though. Like, yeah, maybe. Like that was a promising debut, and um, when you think about it, uh, usually their first singles aren't the big, like popular ones. Mm-hmm. Um, like "What's My Age Again" was the first one, and then it was all the small things, and uh, the self-titled was "Feeling This," and then "I Miss You," and then it was down. I think, but. Down yeah. like a big radio hit, I don't think. Right. I, don't know. I just mean like the first one's not it's usually like the second one that's like the, the big, bigger one. The big hit. Yeah, plus the album's not out. 
it's kind of a bummer because <laughs> uh, we've this year has been such a great year for music and for music to come for one, and uh, it's been such a trend for people to be like, oh, the album's coming out this week, kind of thing, and uh, like this week, Radiohead is like, oh, we have an album coming out Sunday, it's like no yeah. big deal, and um, this Blink thing, I think they're they're going almost old school about it, like the albums come out for another two months, you know, and. And yeah, it's kind of like we're we're so spoiled now with just people just you know dropping lemonade on us, and uh, yeah, yeah. So. I, it's kind of exciting though. I like it. I like this. Uh, yeah, I like this like old old school like build up for an album. <laughs> this is like an album albumy ass album. It's even yeah. got like a theme and everything. Oh, so that that's we should get into that. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that. Well, one of the things we talked about on our last episode was um, the track listing, uh, because we were just like we saw the names and we tried to guess what's going to be on each track, and we didn't really realize, or maybe it was soon afterwards that there was actually the times. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I went away for a second because I was trying to pull up the name of the person who said this. It was James Duggan ninety six on Reddit. Shout out to James Duggan ninety six yeah. on Reddit. <laughs> um, he, uh, I'm assuming James, you're a he. I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong. Um, uh, they said that they, basically like what do you think like these songs you thought were interludes are like three minutes long <laughs> like do you really think they're in, interludes and I was like oh shit no I don't no. so <laughs> um, yeah like uh, and that's kind of interesting then um, because I still haven't looked at the t- track times for all the songs have you yeah Oh, is there any it, sh- it, like- oh, so okay, this is some good because like uh, reading the track times almost got me more excited than the track titles <laughs> because first off, like one, one of the, the only real worry I had about this um, going off of Skiba's past work and and a little bit of Bored to Death, um, I didn't want them all to be kind of like these mid-tempo songs. Like Alkaline Trio is, I think, generally a little slower than Blink. Mm-hmm. It's still fast, but it's not like as like, Blink yeah. is like super fast and um, bored to death is a little bit like that, which I'm fine with for that song. I just don't want like the whole album to be like that. Um, so with that being said, these track times, like the songs are almost every song is like around three minutes. Mm-hmm. The The first song is a minute 55 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like that, knowing the first song is a minute 55 seconds is all I need to know. Like <laughs> that. I love, I'm going to love that song probably. And I'm probably going to love this album, you yeah. know? Um, so those interludes, the ones that are like California, well, San we Francisco. thought they were interludes. Well, yeah, yeah, the 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 um the ones that are, seem to be connecting the album all together. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. all like two minute. Oh, wow, okay. actually, San Diego. Um, I think it's San Diego. The last one mm-hmm. is like almost four minutes, I think. Oh, wow. And I'm I'm really hoping that song is just like this love letter to like where they're from mm-hmm. and San Diego and like roots in general like i i don't know that's my vision for that song like i could just some kind of like epic closer oh and then bohemian rhapsody's last and then yeah, yeah, yeah. then just like i feel like that would do good to balance out the if you get a little smalty with it that's fine like <sighs> bounces out with some goofiness at the end mm-hmm. done like that'd be that'd be a really cool way to close out the album I yeah think. i think so too um so yeah, all those all those interstitial or not they're, they're not interstitials, they're all full length songs. Um yeah. R- Rabbit Hole, which um so this is something else we can talk about. Travis said that they're planning on releasing Rabbit Hole and Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh wow. Um did you hear this? I, I think you told me about this. Yeah. So um he said this in one of his interviews. Um that they're planning on releasing those two ones before the 
the full album drops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they. Um, that's what I said. I said that maybe I feel like uh, we'll get more songs before the album right. comes out for sure. Maybe even like three more. So Bohemian Rhapsody is only thirty seconds. Okay, so that's, so that's going to be another song. like built this pool thing. Yeah. Speaking of built this pool, that guy officially released. Yeah. Probably because it, it was floating around online and they needed to. Well, we should we should uh, talk about that. But first, real quick, the other yeah. the other song that he says we're gonna hear is Rabbit Hole, mm-hmm. which is the one that he said is like super old school Blink. And he's just, he was excited about that one. He one said one. he's like really excited. He's stoked about that one. Mm-hmm. He said like I, I feel like just like you know I've read enough and like seen enough of Travis throughout my life. I know is like temperament a little bit or yeah, at yeah, least yeah. his public persona's temperament. And um, I feel like he's like fucking stoked on this song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this he's this it's like, like the fastest thing ever. It's, so this is so the time for it is two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Well, that's like part right. Like that, that's like uh, that's what's like that's like what's my age again. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, Mark has said in a lot of his there's been a lot of radio interviews and stuff uh, where he's talking to some fucking morning DJs. And uh, he's uh, said like, yeah, he sees us fits in like the enema of the state sort of uh, ideas of blink, you know, in a way, you know. Yeah. And uh, which is surprising. And it's, it's not because I can just tell he wants to kind of get back this roots thing and he wants to have fun with it and and wants people to have fun and, re- and realizes what blink is. And uh, it's kind of cool to see like, you know, them excited about songs like that. Yeah. You know, they're not um, like these days, say for somebody who's one of my favorite bands and I'm wearing a shirt right now, brand new. Um, for anybody who listens to that, you know, Jesse Lacey for a while was really like adamant about not playing songs at their first album, you know, which is sort of a pop punk album, kind of pop punk emo yeah. type of vibe because they went into a, you know, more. S- and we talked about this. Or, or for example, for a band I'm into uh, in, in a similar way, Weezer, they like never played Pinkerton, mm. uh, you know, because yeah. they were like. He didn't like it. You yeah. Know? Well, it was just like it wasn't popular, you know. Yeah. He's about, but but I think for this, like, eventually Jesse Lacey came around, and now they play a lot of their old songs yeah. and stuff. I think he kind of realizes like the fun people have with those, and uh, like it sort of brings an energy to the, the set list and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think and, um, I think Mark like gets uh something i've heard a lot is that george lucas doesn't understand the magic of star wars yeah <laughs> and i think mark hoppus understands the magic yeah i of, think so of too. blink um this is gonna fit well into my continuing analogy uh that i've had running now for i think a couple episodes or maybe i've said this off mic only but mm-hmm. that uh tom is the george lucas uh of blink 22 and skiva is the jj yeah <laughs> i think tom doesn't understand the magic of blink 22 he sees the fact that it's at a the fact that it's about at its core like childhood mm-hmm. and he sees that as immature when i and mark realizes that you can have mature stories and mature th- th- perspectives and everything from like a childlike mm-hmm. you know uh point well, of view it's like they, like they didn't really why pretend like they like they're grown up i mean they're like they're older and have different perspectives but why pretend they're different people or something? You know, yeah, or something like, exactly. I mean, they, I guess they are like different people. Well, they are, but and but like reflect that. Don't put on like a, don't put on a different hat. Don't know? put on a pretension. And I don't mean that as like he's pretentious or I don't know. Maybe this is like the literal definition. But I feel like it's like Mark is who he is, and he's very genuine. Mm-hmm. And I think his art is like generally like reflects just here's me. Like mm-hmm. here's I what you're getting from this isn't me trying to be something or me 
trying to do anything. It's just reflecting himself. And that's like the magic of Blink is, is that their songs are, uh, you know, especially like before their re- be- neighborhoods excluded, all their music is really like, um, uh, it's just like a, such a genuine reflection on these people, of these people. Yeah, I think so too. You know? And that's why people relate. Yeah. That's the mat. <laughs> and that's the magic that I think, I think Mark, Mark gets it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I love, you know, I love that Mark is just seems like he's such a big fan of Blink-182. Oh, yeah, he even said that in a lot of interviews, too. He's just like, I think I'm, like, I've always been a fan of our band and don't mind playing all the small things over and over again and stuff like that. Yeah, I I read that he still, when he plays Damn It, he still, like, remembers the day he wrote it and stuff. And um, uh, that's great. Like, you know, that's... Yeah, Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, I mean, I get it. Like, I get playing, being a band, and you're like, I don't relate to that song anymore. Totally. But like, I think there's, and I'm someone too that like, I, I hate it when a band tries to do the same thing over and over again. That's why I was kind of like, ah, it's cool that they're doing an estate thing. It's been so long, you know, and, but I'm glad, I think it's going to be different. Yeah. I mean, Bored to Death is not anything like Enema of the State. Yeah. I mean, it's pop in the sense that it's poppy. It might be as poppy as it, but it's energy and stuff. The like way it's, the way the like instruments are on Bored to Death, they're like Blink's never done anything like Mm -hmm. that, you know? Yeah, and uh, except for maybe like the the intro guitar, that's probably the only part of the song that has kind of yeah. Like a, well, but that like just becomes one of many guitar riffs yeah. that like <laughs> start like the layering process. And and, and speaking of Board the Death, uh, I felt like I was like harsher on like the last episode harsher on it than you i think in a way and the mo- song well really, i was like gushing over yeah. <laughs> it so hard and i was just like yeah there's something weird about it but like it still hasn't i been on, it's been on repeat still like it's yeah. not like i'm i'm like oh fuck that you know but any it's, any new like thoughts on it or i still like i rewind the the damn uh vocal um bridge still with Said i'm sorry i'm a yeah. bit of a letter yeah. like, that's the best uh, thing so ever good. and um i it just is. can't wait it's to really hear good. more stuff like that, that that's like one of the coolest moments blink has in going with the star wars analogy <laughs> if this is the trailer if this is like the force awakens teaser trailer that bridge is like the moment you see the star destroyer you oh know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. it's just like instantly becomes like I'm this thinking, is one of the best moments of Blink I'm music. Thinking when instantly. like it's Done. like uh, it's when the Leia's theme comes in in the trailer, and it's just like there's stories told about you know time you start crying. <laughs> oh my god, I I can talk about we can talk about Force Awakens this whole time. So I I love that movie. Take off Fuck your you Force haters. and podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, what other news? Oh, so we we were gonna talk about built the, built this pool. Yeah, so built this pool got uh, fi- a, like a YouTube release, official official release lyric video. So this is something I w- I wanted to say. Uh, this was released Thursday or Wednesday was sometime it? this week. Um, it was recently though, and when it was posted, the message said uh, a message like we Blink One Two has a message to our fans regarding recent events. Mm. What did you think that was like a joke about? I don't know. I have two. It's either Tom or Trump, right? Those are the oh, only okay. things it could possibly be about, right? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Trump. Okay. Because it was like right after Trump was like, uh, got the nomination and everyone was like, like, oh my God, America's like going to be destroyed. <laughs> and like. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I must have missed that tweet, but I don't know. I just, I just went straight to the, the video, but I don't know. You're probably right. Maybe. I don't think recent events. It was I also. Think, I, I, I think, don't think it's regarding Tom. I think it's. I think it maybe I think the Trump thing is more on yeah. top of it. Unless it's something else. I don't know. Either way is like slightly controversial because like 
I feel like taking a political stance in general is like a little risky like, for, as a, if you're a band that big because you just statistically have to have. But like, I guess Star, if you're gonna Star Wars Day, may the fourth be with you. I don't, I don't know. know. If you're gonna alienate one, though, I feel like it's totally fine to alienate Trump fans. Like, yeah. I'm fine. Like, I don't know. Well, if you're listening to this right I mean, now, I, like, I, I, I doubt a Trump fan isn't gonna get that anyway. Like, they're yeah, right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry, this is like uh, infecting like everything about my life right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so uh, build this pool. Build this pool. So, what'd you think about it? Well, we heard it on the um, that morning show um, when they were on K Rock the day they or the day they, out the song was supposed to come out, right? And it was just like you know like played over the radio and it got kind of posted online a bunch, um, and then they finally got to hear it in its full glory. And uh, it's fucking great. It's straight off of something I'd be on, like on, you know, take off your pants and pod, or take off your pants, and pod, <laughs> take off your pants and jacket, or uh, you know, maybe off Mark Tom and Travis show or something like yeah. that. Or yeah, totally. It's it's super great. And yeah. I like. Um, I think it's a uh, 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 getting back to you know something I've said repeatedly before on the show that I don't think s- mature equals serious. I think this is their most mature blinks like what? joke song. <laughs> I think mature. it's not a mature song. I think it's their most mature joke song. Yeah. Um, Just because there's like a heart like. No, no, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't mean um, I don't mean uh, like the, in the like composition of the music, like lyrically. I think it's their most mature joke song. Okay. Well, like. <laughs> All right. Explain. Well, their other joke songs are like the joke is just like how. Uh, explicit it is like yeah. it, it's core like I like them but I'm just saying you know like it's fuck like a, a dog it, in like the this ass. is actually a joke like it's like yeah a, this is like I you want to see some naked dudes so I built this pool yeah like, like, like a, there's like a joke to it that it's like a joke punchline it's it. just a joke like yeah. that is I want to see some naked dudes so I built that's like a line in like a Louis show or something <laughs> yeah like it, <laughs> like there just be this like I in my mind I love it because I have this image of um like my, the first thing I go to is like why is this person saying this like <laughs> <laughs> and I then I just imagine like a man who's uh having to explain to someone why he built a pool. Yeah. And like what circumstances led to like it just keeps going in my mind like what <laughs> what, what is happening here? Uh what well, there's someone on Reddit that posted their theory of what the song is. I'm going to pull it up if I can here in a second. Um which was thought was really close. Well while while you're pulling that up I can I can fill a time. I do like the way it's it's composed and like this like you have like these like uh like ninety it almost is like a nineties like uh replacements or rentals vibe to it with like those ooh ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something we've never really heard before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um this is a nice little touch. It's a, like a na 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 woo Yeah, it's great. It's like the rentals or something. <laughs> uh so uh this is from on Reddit, Blink Day two two three. The real meaning great name. of uh built this pool. He says, um, he says, <laughs> he's like, I feel like fans aren't getting the real message of the song. Under its humorous exterior lies a message about why Tom was removed. He says, the first line states, I want to see some naked dudes. In the literal mm-hmm. sense, this shows that Mark wants to see some dick. But it's actually referencing Mark, <laughs> Mark's, Mark wanting to go back to the old days of Blink when they were hum- mm. a humorous band. Mm. Mark is actually saying that he wants to go back to those days using the image of naked dudes. He wants to see the naked dudes in the What's My Age Again video. Yes. The second line, of course, that's why I built this pool. The pool 
quotations in this case is actually a metaphor for the new version of Blink-182 with Matt Skiba. Essentially, essentially, I can't even say that, essentially, Mark is saying to see some naked dudes be the old Blink, we have to build this pool, the new version of Blink. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So thank you, Blink Day 223, for that analysis. Uh, I feel like... Um, uh, I love it. Like yeah. I don't think that's like true, but like that's, that's, that's yeah, it's really great. well. I like it. Um, it's funny. It's I love it. People pulling like um, like old videos and clips from podcasts and stuff, and Mark on his old uh, talk show of him <laughs> playing the song with Amy Schumer and yeah, shit. yeah. And I was it was like, on his podcast. Like uh, the first time I heard it, I like immediately recognized it as because there was his podcast about a year ago, or, or it was like around right before um, Blink broke up mm-hmm. and he did this thing of like catching up in the studio and like what he's been up to and he said like uh, i feel like the one of the joke was like um i've been like working on this song for like a long time put a lot <laughs> of hours into this and he played like it was that like it was like a rough rough well a much rougher version of that yeah, like acoustic or something uh yeah it might have been yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's, so that's so too it funny like, it's it's a great little song. great little thing and i think uh i was just kind of i Never go through YouTube comments because they're always bullshit. But one I read, I was oh, just are like, "Are people like, oh, this is really derivative?" No, someone is just like, uh, "They're back," is like just stuff oh. like that. And I'm just oh, like, "That oh. warms my heart." Yeah, it's it's fucking great. Yeah, but um, but so yeah, like uh, so what else in in Blink news, Blink universe? Uh, so one know? thing I want to talk about is the track, well, the the possible set list that Travis oh, took true. a picture of. Um, so there's two Snapchat. Yeah, Travis Barker Snapchat. He posted uh. Uh, what looked like the set list and it's like two big lists. Right. Like it's too big, I think to be the, like the set list. Yeah. So you got a theory behind it. Yeah. So if you uh, look at the, look at the photo, uh, there's like two, two pages and there's one that's on top and it has just a few song titles Mm -hmm. and they're all like big, like it's like really big font. And then the page under that is like, a whole bunch more and it's like a littler font. So I think that page on the bottom is uh, the pool of songs that they're just like learning that yeah. they know they can do like with their eyes closed, you know? Um, and then the big, the one with the bigger font is like what's locked in mm. right now. Yeah. And so that's why like, I feel like to further that, that's why like you have like these, like all the small things is on that, the big list. And like, yeah. what's my age again? Like, the, I'm surprised they're playing first date still for some reason. It's, uh, it's a pretty like big song, you I know? Guess so, but for some reason that that's like, for me, like people that give like shit about all the small things, like that's the only one of my like blink songs where I'm just like, I could go without that. Yeah. I actually, uh, that's probably my least favorite song on, on, um, take off your pants and jacket. Maybe you too. I mean, I, I mean, I like enjoy it. Like it's, and it has one of the best blink music videos. I, it's one of my favorite videos. Yeah. It might be my favorite. And it video, is a great yeah. little song and stuff too, but it's just like, yeah, it's great. But it's, it's like, um, I don't know. Like I've at least at this point, I've like heard it enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I can just still listen to all the small things all the time for some reason. Yeah. I love all what's, the small what's things. What's the deal? I don't know. Uh, been... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, that, that there's a with some um, some standout tracks on that thing. Uh, well, the ones that are like on the 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 first list, the one on the top, which doesn't look like it's the whole thing. It looks like it's like no, it's just off. four, you know. But those those all look like what I'm expecting, right? There's no real surprises in that one. Um, what a oh, dump weeds on there. I guess Josie. Um, that's Josie. a song they don't play live a lot. 
I don't know if they have too much lately. Now, like I remember when we went, when we saw them. I mean, we weren't together, but when we saw the uh, them play during the self-titled tour, undertale right. tour, because we're still fucking that up. Uh, they played <laughs> Josie as part of a medley. medley, yeah, and that was one of my favorite things. Yeah, about I that. was going nuts when that happened. They did like part of wasting time and stuff. It was like that. Uh, I think Carousel might have been in there too. M and M's, M and M's. It was just a bunch of old songs. Yeah. And- it was a medley of old songs. Like yeah. that was the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And I remember Josie was part of that. Yeah. I swear I've probably heard him play Josie since, but did he play it? Did they play Josie when we saw them before they played the Kimmel show? Cause Maybe I feel like I remember he like introduced it as like, this is really hard to play you guys. Uh, and then they like went into it, but Maybe. I don't know if that's like a video or if that was <laughs> when we, we, yeah, we saw, um, it was basically like their second show since they got back together. Yeah, they got back together. They played Leno, and was then it, Leno? it was no, it was something else. And then they played Kimmel, I think. It wasn't Leno. I think first? Leno was later than that. Oh, so well, they got back together. They, play, yeah, they played somewhere, and then they played Kimmel, and we yeah. were able to go to the yeah, taping, we went of, to that the taping of that show. Yeah, we taping of that show. I totally forgot about that actually. It's oh funny. yeah, it was great. Yeah, how'd you forget about that? <laughs> well, that was I one of the coolest. Forget about that, but I forgot like it was like with us. I remember. Stuff. I remember. Um, like, because it was their, like, you know, they're barely back, you know? Yeah, it was just... And there was a lot of, like, jokes about, like, the breakup, and Mark said something like, um, you know, uh, something about, like, uh, well, it's really glad you're having us. You're doing really well, despite the fact, like, I'm not even that good a singer, and I'm not even going to get into Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was great. Oh, fuck yeah. But... Anyway, the set list. Is there any other songs on the yeah? On the so big list? in the in that big list, there are a couple. Yeah. So one, "Hearts All Gone" is on there, which I feel like um, they've been playing that. Yeah, I, yeah, and that makes sense because it's like a Mark song. But I feel like anything from Neighborhoods might be like a little. He usually you know, would say the last couple times I saw him, he would say, "This is a new song. Sounds like an old song," and he would start that start that up real quick. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like uh, uh, interesting to see like the legacy of neighborhoods now in the new blink way like how much they like, if they totally are fine with incorporating it into their set list or if it's like, it sounds like up all nights on that list. Yeah. Up all night, which I can think pass that too. If I was, if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, let's skip that one. I think, I think Tom's a big, they have wishing song. well on there. Yeah. That wow, that's, that's a weird one too. I was surprised about. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's like, that's just a total little Tom song. And I, and if you listen and on Spotify, Mark does a commentary of all the songs. Have you ever heard this before? Uh, no. No. On uh, Spotify has like a uh, commentary where you can. Um, uh, he he. Mark does like a basically like thirty seconds about each song, uh, and he talks about wishing well was just told. He says total Tom. Tom did it and brought it in, and Travis did the drums, and it just it's all Tom. He said he didn't even play the bass. And Mark even said like, uh, did oh, Mark? I don't know. He didn't mention that. But he said that uh, it was almost all totally complete when Tom brought it in. Wow! And he said it's one of his favorite songs. Like Mark said that on the album. So, yeah, yeah. It's and the like the lyrics are about. I, I'm wondering if the reason they're playing it is because the lyrics are like all about Blink 182. Yeah, man. And it's like like there is all the like little in references. True, but I'm just like I don't know, like that, like a lot. If if I wouldn't include it because I. Uh, not because I'm like worried about like the legacy or anything. The song's I, I feel about like it's Tom, not that like it's like, not that great of a song. Like in the context of the rest of the ones on here, yeah. Maybe. Like there's nothing on here. Maybe first date. Maybe that's the only thing I'd rather. 
I'd put it above. Like, um, so one thing they have here is a new song we haven't heard yet. She's out of her mind mm. that we're not going to hear. They also have rabbit hole. Mm. So they got like the two, it looks like what are going to be the two singles um, and the two joke songs. They have built this pool twice, <laughs> uh, which I really hope they do it. That would be really funny. If they do it later in the set. Yeah. They like, <laughs> they do like a couple songs. They do built this pool. And then like towards the end of the set, if they just did it one more time, I think, I that would be genius. I would be really I would good. be dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're doing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and um, well, a any, rabbit hole. Any yeah. other old songs like that you're kind of like maybe haven't heard in a while? I want to hear party song. Damn it, that's a hard one to play. But there's something under the the Snapchat text. He's trying to read it right now. Yeah, this is like the Subruder film. <laughs> uh, he's, he's leaning over to his computer. It's away from the microphone. Man overboard. Okay. That's not one they do a whole lot. The, the skiba did. They did it a couple times when in those uh, fucking cell phone videos I've seen yeah. on, of the first skiba shows that were uh, dysentery. Gary, that's one. You know, okay. that's like a really Tom song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any others on there? Don't leave me. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. I'm. I'm gonna be stoked to hear that's, that one. Uh, that's be badass. Don't leave me. Yeah. That's like one of the more <laughs> underrated Blink songs. I like. Oh, I love. For sure. That's one of the only. That's one of the first Blink songs I think I learned how to play. Yeah, one of the uh, first like lyrics I really fell in love with was um, she says that I'm not the one that she thinks about, and she says, "Wait, no, (laughs) yeah, she said it's tough being fun. I just bring her down." She said to let my future just be destroyed by my past. She said, "Don't let the door hit your ass." ass. And I was like, "Oh, it's like Shakespeare. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's poetry, fucking rhymes." Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably enough about like the set. I mean, they also got like a lot of the stand, you know, violence. Yeah, I was just kind of like I feeling this, which I, I get. It. Like they're like Mark's like said, he's just like I want to play like our, you know, everyone's favorite songs and stuff. But I'm just like want to hear some deep, fucking weird cuts, you know? Oh, I think I'm gonna. I think um, like I'm let just, me tell you if this does it for you. Okay, this is one more song I just noticed. Okay, so remember that it's got you know a couple new songs, right? Mm-hmm. So far, we do have the greatest hits, um, and then we got uh, "Don't Leave Me." Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of those songs that you're talking about. That yeah, you like that's a good one. Right? Pathetic. Oh yeah, I did see that on there. Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's pretty good, dope, yeah, right? That's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, I feel like that mixed with um, like a good amount of joke songs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. at least on the table, family reunion. Um, Built this pool, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's family union or not family union. Uh, happy Holidays. Is probably happy Holidays. Yeah, that's is also that on, on there? there. Yeah, it is. It oh, is. Okay. Yeah, Happy Holidays <laughs> is on there. Um, so like I, f- I hope they play all of them. Like they're short. Why not? Like it doesn't take that much time. Like True. You- they might like. I, I'm sure the thing is, is a lot of times like bands they don't maybe play the exact set list every show, but they like swap out. Like there's like a handful of songs that get swapped out every night. You know, kind of thing. It was cool to see a couple of years ago, they had like those little acoustic sets. Oh like, yeah, those were fun. Yeah, and they played um, like fucking, what was it? Uh, wasting wasting Time. Yeah. Uh, what was the Tom, Tom saying? It was... Uh, God. Reckless Abandon? They did Reckless Abandon and then they also did another one Which that was also surprising. Reckless Abandon is It was, the uh, what's the song? It's um, Mom and Dad Day, quite don't understand it. All the kids. What song is it? If they planned it. The fuck is that called? Give me one good reason. Yeah, they played that, and I was like, 
wow, that was great. And it was cool yeah. to hear Tom sing that, and he sounded really good at that time. Mostly because he can't like hide un- under distortion and yeah. and reverb, so he's like actually singing. Yeah, and it was and, fun to like hear him play the the um, intro to Wasting Time, and like pretty much right. Yeah, fucking right. Like that's yeah. like the the hardest Blink riff to play on guitar, probably. <laughs> and he's just killing it. Like it's yeah. so. Uh, that's one thing is that I think that's probably something that Mark was disappointed in was just like Mark Tom can do this. He's just choosing not to. Yeah, it's, I mean, no, Tom. Tom has just been uh, his heart ha- hasn't been in. His blank. heart's all gone. His heart's all gone. So I, I with this, the biggest point of the, the meat there yeah, we've been wanting to get. Do you want to? We can go ahead and get into the second. So what we want to have uh, in in later episodes is a segment. What's up with Tom? What's up with Tom? And we're now pro- another edition of What's, what's up, up with Tom? Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and just yeah, kind yeah, of the like, other idea for the name of this was going to be Tom News, and it was going to be set to the X Files theme. Tom News. Yeah, uh, so we're going with, with uh, what's up with Tom. Um, so we we just this is normally just going to be kind of a quick thing, probably at the end, just kind of cut, you know, like yeah. hey, well, you know, what's he doing? What's Tom said this week? You know, because you know he's like our estranged uncle. You know, <laughs> like we want to see what he's doing. You know, but yeah, we're, yeah, it's yeah. not going to focus on that. Yeah. Um, but with but, this is yeah. But kinda... as the introduction, uh, we thought it'd be good to kind of catch up and like do like a kind of a roundtable discussion or yeah. normal table discussion because <laughs> it's just the two of us on what. You know, the circumstances of what's going on with Tom. Yeah, like, like, and I think a good jumping point is, you know, still part of Blink News was his uh, his letter, his public letter to after the release of Board the Death came out. And it was uh, quite interesting. And um, this just opens up a whole can of worms of discussion, I feel like. Uh, Mike is currently pulling it up on the on uh, his computer. Uh, he's leaning over to his computer. He's using a MacBook Pro. I, I needed to pull t- it up on my phone so I could read it because my computer is in a position where I can't like read at the same time. So what were your, well, I'm pulling it up. What were your like um, initial thoughts on it? It was definitely strange and I couldn't even feel like I could read, I, I couldn't even read it again. It's like cringy. Like I was just like, so um, yeah. So Board to Death got released like last week and then the day after or two days later, whatever it was, Tom posted on his Facebook a really long letter and it was just so like, and he's done this a couple times basically since uh, his uh, separation from Blink-182 and it came off as just so, this was the most disingenuous one or something. Disingenuous, yeah. I I think uh, like, we've talked about this before off mic, but um, I I don't think either of us think Tom is like a bad person necessarily. Mm -mm. Um, I don't think he's like, like, evil or like out to get Mark and Travis or anything like that. Um, I think that, um, and we'll get into this maybe in a bit, but um, I think this letter shows kind of the way I feel about him, which is, I think that he's just incredibly, um, he's not like, he's kind of not all there. I I think think so. I think he is having issues like demons. I think he has like severe, yeah, severe issues. I think um, might stem from maturity um, and like his inability to really have like, uh, a transition from adolescence to adulthood. Like he was, they were basically child stars, you know, mm-hmm. and that can, you know, he's not as crazy as like Lindsay Lohan, but I think he got messed up by that in a I way think, that Mark didn't. Yeah. I think I, I, I can see that. I think I, I see that too. when you bring that up. Yeah. But let we should, you want to read parts of the letter. Yeah. So, so there was a little bit of debate I saw with like the letter, like, Oh, is it, 
I mean, most people were like, holy shit, like, this is, like, blatant, like, this is awful. Yeah. Um, but I think a few people were like, oh, no, he's, like, uh, took him at face value, I guess. And I, I, I feel like reading this out loud, like, underscores, like, just imagine someone saying this to you mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, it's, you know what, it's no. not that long. Do you want to yeah, read, just read it? Read the whole thing. I'm like, that's not how the freaking thing starts. Yeah. All right. In case you haven't heard it. I mean, you might yeah. not, some people It'll might be, be listening to this. Fun. Yeah. Heard it. Fun. All right. <laughs> Listen to the dulcet tones of my. Uh, hi, I mean, I have the voice of EGs. We could, I could do it if you want. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, everybody. I understand all the craziness out there in internet land. It was an odd time for fans of the Blink One Eighty Two legacy. Of the Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. I, like, I like that. I know. It's odd for me too. Well, I met with Mark yesterday, and Travis the week before. I actually talk to Travis almost every day now, in an odd way. I'm closer to him more now than ever. So right there, like, how fucking dramatic is this? Like, yeah. is someone dying? You know, like, yeah, this is this is a really int- and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. This is, but just right off the bat, like, this is intense. Like, it's a weird thing to start too. How to start the, I don't yeah, know. Um, and again, I don't mean that in a bad way yet. I just think it's like kind of it's weird that I think that he's getting so intense off mm-hmm. this. You know, okay. Uh. The answer is this. He doesn't have a question. He just says the answer is this. Uh, <laughs> well, we're, maybe we all have a question. Like, what's yeah. up with Tom? Yeah. Um, yeah. What's up with... What's, <laughs> that is, I, I guess, exactly what we're asking. So um, we do, all capitals, have a future together if we want it. But for now, we are busy doing separate things. I'm directing a movie this summer, releasing a couple more albums of music, and digging deeper into my Secret Machines project with the U.S. Department of Defense. <laughs> I know people are comparing the Angels and Airwaves Chasing Shadows EP to the new Blink music. Right off the bat, like he's plugging his EP, and if you're going to say, like, oh, he's just saying what happened to be new, he didn't say bored to death. He said the new Blink-182 music. Like, yeah. He's unwilling to, like... Plug that. Um, uh, And that is a failed task. We are different people after different things. For one, I think partnering with a songwriter on the Blink album, Feldy, Five Seconds of Summer and Good Charlotte, was too far a change. But something they desired, and that in itself may be an indicator of some of our current artistic differences that are difficult to overcome. I guess I've just always liked the songwriting we did together. But at the end of the day, I support their desires. And if they're happy, that's what matters. Jesus. Earlier this year, I was recording the song, all capitals, New World, that was on, all caps, Demos album, (laughs) titled after my own name. And that was my first early opinion of where we could possibly take Blink for the next album. But again, that's just my idea. And I'm only one of three. So uh, real quick, New New World, like that was, I think everyone agreed yeah, that was, that was like a, a, cool a play. It was all right. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm trying to not. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, both of us have ideas, but from opposite sides of the road. Now we are at different places in our minds, careers, and goals. I get it. But that said, I obviously want them to make the music they wish. The music, that, the shitty music they wish. <laughs> I have always been thankful for them in my life. I am a forward-thinking artist, and sometimes that leads me down a different and far-reaching path. That is why I have done progressive projects like Boxcar Racer Racer, 
Angels and Airwaves, all capitals, Love, Feature Film, and its albums, and even the Dreamwalker, in parentheses, album, with the accompanying animations and novel, etc. dot, dot, dot. I look Don't forward... Look how big my dick is. Yeah. I look forward to my upcoming film and music adventures, and a hell of a lot more. Maybe throw in a bit of Blink-182. If we can build Whoa, back that... I forgot about that part. If we can build back that special something that was once there. Whoa. Yeah, I don't think there's any way to read this letter as that is anything intense. but like a cringeworthy... It, yeah, I, like, I, I, even, well, I, I totally forgot most of the things in there because like, it was just I had to like kind of put it out of my head a little bit. I, I frankly think if anyone's reading this and thinking that like it's not anything other than... You like, forgot Love Tom DeLonge at the end. Right. Promised... Matthew DeLong. Right. If anyone's reading this and thinking it's anything but like a, a super immature, like attempted, a, a like a cash grab to ride in the attention and also smack it down and put himself above it. It's like, a, yeah, it's like I've done some. So naive. Like, that. yeah, it's kind of intense. I mean, for one thing, when you were reading that and I was thinking about being in his position of uh, this is, uh, and we kind of talked about this, I think, on other episodes, is that uh, Blink is a pretty big band for a lot of people. And there's not really a lot of, um, in this day and age with like in the social media age, um, there's not, I can't think of other bands having like this big breakup or like a member switch. That's like been sort of like this. Well, Gwen, Gwen Stefani, I mean, is the first thing that comes to my mind Maybe, and like, what's, what's going to happen with them? Yeah, Cause there's going on. I think so. Yeah. But that's, I think that, Hey, that'd be great. That'd be a great possible, uh, tour a couple oh, of years from it? now, like another, no doubt, uh, blinked yeah. reunion thing, but well, it's they like, they have their gonna, different, they might not call it no doubt though. Right. I thought, or are they sticking with no doubt? I don't know. Basically I thought if that, you missed it, uh, they're replacing Gwen Stefani with, um, uh, what's his name from AFI. This is who Davey they, Havoc. Davey Havoc. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm kind of like, that's, fucking interesting yeah you know, <laughs> replacing like a woman with a man yeah and he's and got a high is, voice I was a, big, like, I was a big afi fan to be honest and so yeah yeah fire inside shit uh, um but <laughs> but the thing is is like the i but i can't really think of it in, in, and i'm thinking tom is getting probably two ends of the spectrum of people like oh you blink's not the same without you blah blah, blah. and then people are just like like fuck you fuck you like it's got to be crazy to like uh be tom i can't imagine like uh the barrage given the barrage of hate he gets like he yeah he has to see that and like yeah i mean it's not like unless you just turn i feel i feel bad for that like i do too because i mean like and so maybe this is a good way to get into it so like generally what's going on with tom and everything um I don't think he's like a bad guy. I, th- I think that he just never, I think he was like robbed of his ability to, he basically went from like dropping out of high school to just being in a band, right? Not su- They were going at it for a long time before they were successful, but they were in a, it kind of went from probably being pretty underground to spiking like really fast. Right. Well, and the thing is while he was, so he immediately after dropping out of high school, he's basically just living band life. Mm-hmm. And that like lifestyle is not like, yeah. you're not really going to like mature that, you know, you don't, it's, cause like you're that, yeah, it's, your it, life it, is like on pause, you know, like you're, you're building for something, but it's just, you're doing the same thing like all the time and you're yeah. doing, you're just partying and stuff. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not partying, you're definitely living like a more adolescent life of just less like, structured, getting, yeah, you know, like, getting up whenever you want and you have people working for you and right. You're just kind of like being, doing what you want your thing. You know? Yeah. And, um, then not really struggling then at a super young age they got at least f- famous enough to like like 
dude ranch. So I'm going to say like, that's when I would say it's like, you know, they're, they've made it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, obviously they got bigger than that, but, um, that's the point where it was like, we can do this as a job mm-hmm. and I'm going to be probably rich. Like mm-hmm. it was a gold album, you know, um, which is that, that doesn't even happen anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You know, that's crazy. It sold more than to like Taylor Swift album. So, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but, but that was when he was like 23, 24, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like early twenties. Um, and then from then on out his life for, for basically like his twenties until his, Blink broke up, which would probably be like 30s, you know, mm-hmm. early 30s. Um, he never had anyone say no to him, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure the same for Mark and Travis eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, they're rock stars. They're massive rock stars. Just, that's I, the way it is, you know, like they have the world uh, on the world is their oyster, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think when Blink broke up, um, people started saying no to him, yeah. you know, and that started being a thing. Um, I think that was even part of why Blink broke up. What about Boxcar? Like, what do you think? So I think that I think what I think what ended up. Ha- I my theory is that Tom's. In so I a, think that's the the root of the start of the whole. Well, attention. and I think that's the first. So I think I think at the root of this thing is that Tom's inability to deal with things that um, are not going the, exactly the way he wants to. And I don't mean this is like a criticism. It's almost like a sympathetic. Like I don't think he ever like. It's, kind of, it's artistic type of thing, and I think people are that are some people that are artistic are kind of like uh, really passionate about like getting doing what they you know they uh, what they want to do. Like it's hard to collaborate sometimes, right? You know, type of thing. Right, and yeah, and I guess or maybe in hard it's it's you know what it is. It's hard sometimes to like tell someone no, you don't want to do that. I wanted to do it like this, so I'm gonna. But instead of telling you like. Like you know, trying to uh, compromise. I'm just gonna go over here and do it. Right. You, you know. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that sounds like what Boxcar Racer. It was like um, he wanted to do kind of this darker kind of thing. Yeah. Have an emo record, which is I think that's one of the best. I love that album a lot. And uh, I uh, I don't know if I feel the same way. Oh well. <laughs> I like it. Um. I, I just I don't think it's like aged well. Maybe that it maybe hasn't aged well, but for the time it came out, I was in high school and I listened to it all the time. Junior yeah, high and it's fucking. I know. mean, there's like I I don't like hate it or anything. Um, I just uh I don't think it's like there's I've I've recently when I've listened to it, I've kind of like I love I feel so. I think that's one of the better songs Tom's written. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like some lyrics are like I don't know. There's really good stuff. Like I think like um like the song with uh, what's his name from Rancid's fucking That's, awesome. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Uh, I really like Elevator. Dolliver, Dolliver, Dolliver. Like that's some of the best. Yeah, there's some good ass shit going yeah, on. Yeah, there is. There is. And I think what it is is it maybe he kind of got this thing that like with like, you know, probably record labels and probably even Mark, like I don't really want to just do these catchy pop songs. I want to try to do something different. Right. So he felt like he couldn't do it in Blink and so he did something else. And I think Mark felt kind of like betrayed about that because Mark probably be someone's like, no, let's try doing some of this stuff, you know? Let's, yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think um, Tom, Tom knew that like, I think this part of that too, but I think a lot of it too might've been um, Tom wanted, maybe he felt like he could have incorporated some of this, but he wanted to just like have complete control over mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and like do the side thing. So he could just like, maybe like in a way, maybe that was his way of getting, making maybe in i could see that in his mind him seeing that as a way to keep blink more stable in a way like here i'll just like get all these like impulses that like there's this thing i want to do and i want to do it exactly like this and i'll do it 
then that's out of my head and I'm more willing to compromise with change blink or something. Yeah. um, But the thing is the next album from blink was they're totally different and probably their best work. Right. Right. And, uh, Right. It doesn't sound like Boxcar, but there's definitely no. Like, but it has like, like he Stockholm sings like he, st- he the way he sings on self-titled is like the way he sang on Boxcar, yeah. I think. Uh, but yeah, like it, it's totally different. Yeah, you're right. Um, but so like continuing, you know, Blink broke up, and by all accounts, it was because Tom kind of wanted to do something different. Well, yeah, well that the the reasoning back then when this happened in 2005 was like, oh, they want they all families and want to spend time with their families. That yeah, was like and it was excuse. it was basically just Tom wanted to to kind of put everything on hold for the tom sounded like he wanted to take a break yeah and and kind of slow everything down yeah and but um then he came out with we don't need to whisper like, yeah and and, and, and i later wasn't it yeah and i think i think he did that because of his uh i i think um i think he feels like he has something to prove like i think he really has a chip on his shoulder and i think that's why you've seen like him he's like really going out of his way all the time to say he's serious. And I'm like, like it's, it's like, if you take a step back and like how he has acted, he it's like nuts. Like it's like, I know like it's hard. You like, I've seen people like on the subreddit, like debate, you know, whether or not. And like, I get that. Cause it's like, you want to like Tom and, and, and like, he's like this guy we've all like, well, I have a yeah, lot of love for this guy. Too. I, I got his guitar. I, my hair used to look like him. You yeah. Know, it's, it's a, I still, yeah, it was a big He's, influence on me. Yeah. Uh, but like, take a step back from it. Like this guy's insane right now. Like there's something going on with this guy and he, it's uh, like, I think it, it might be, it's addiction or something. I don't know. Like, I think, I think it might be some of that, but I, I really think what, what happened, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, <laughs> like too much time, but I, I really think the, the root cause of it is, um, he never had, uh, he never really, he had the, like the child star problem where he, in his formative years had too many yes people around him, you know? And he, I think that when he's presented with a situation where he's not getting exactly what he wants, artistically or otherwise, in anything, um, he has, I mean, obviously not anything. Like, I don't know, I'm not talking about his personal life at all. Like, I don't know anything about his, Mm -hmm. like, personal life. But um, his public life, his professional life. Um, When he's not getting uh, everything that he wants, he sort of, like, shuts down. You know, like um, Blink wasn't going the way he wanted it to go, so he had a manager like send both times. You know, um, it everyone leaves Angels and Airwaves. Like, yeah, either that, yeah, they and and it. and it, the only one who's really like commented on it, at least that I've heard of, was uh, Ryan Sin, who was like kicked out immediately. He was the original and, bassist, and the only thing he said is like, "I thought I was joining a band, not like a solo project." Mm. And uh, so, yeah, it's rotated so fast because I think people. Are like yeah, probably people in that band want to tour and they want to do things. Like remember, mod life was a thing, and that came yeah. and went. Like that was supposed to be a big thing. Yeah, and, and that's something I still see him talk about as like a thing, like this big thing. Like Kanye uses it and blah blah. Like he might is have it, at one time, and maybe still as like an active account. Is it still account. a thing? Is it still? I I don't think it's like a pop, like a, a super. Like it was a decent idea. Like and I was kind of excited about it when it came out. Yeah, and it was it was an interesting idea. But it's, it, he keeps oh, starting new companies. Like it's like new company, new company. Yeah, and, and I think um, what is that like? What does that mean? Like, well, it, I think it's the same thing he's doing with bands. And I, I I you know this is totally conjecture, but what he does in his musical endeavors, uh, it seems like given Angels and Airwaves, given um, Blink that when he's not getting his way, he kind of, like, that's what he wants. And that seems to be, like, the f- everyone around him ends up getting kind of annoyed at that. 
Um, and I have to imagine it's a similar thing with his other endeavors. I mean, the, he has all these books that he has his name on and are like billed as like co-written with him and another author. And I doubt he's we never read. hear anything about the other authors. I feel like maybe, I mean, I haven't really done a lot of research cause I haven't read his recent books, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's just strange to see like, you know, mob life in those narratives is this brand and then to the stars and uh, what else is there? Isn't there other things too? Like he's got the poet thing, strange poet, times, strange times. Like what it's, what's the difference between all this? It's all these franchises. And I think he's, um, is he trying to like start these franchises and sell them? Like see if one catches on? I think that's what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to have, he compares, he's compared like these things a lot to, um, Star Wars uh, and the stuff. Dis, like Marvel and stuff like that. And I think he's trying to, I think he's trying to do like, this is like throwing a lot of shit in the wall and see what sticks almost. I, I think, uh, this might be really cynical, but I feel like he just kind of saw like, uh, was trying to find something that's popular. Like, for example, that poet thing that was like a why that to me struck me as like a um, almost like a Hunger Games a Divergent esque like kind of thing. Like it's yeah. a YA dark novel, um, and like oh that's popular around the time it was released. You know, accompanying with like and his, I mean we I mean I we haven't really dove into that. I mean we like the Dreamwalker uh, album was great, but like it's still like oh the Dreamwalker album is I think the best Angels and Airwaves album by far. Yeah, uh, but um, I think it's all ill and like I think at least watching the videos of them recording it, it seems like Tom didn't really do a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, like he kind of just sang. Well, speaking of that, I mean, this is more Tom news. Um, he released this week, the, the demos for, for uh dreamwalker, right? Yeah. Um, so that was another like odd timing thing. Like just immediately after, you know, and I understand he's, he probably like has a schedule that's independent of blink and, mm-hmm. and I get that, but it is, it, I'm, it's just weird that it came out this time, whether or not it was intentional. Um, just like, well, the blink, the, Board, board the deaths doing so well yeah and like so here's like an album of demos for 16 bucks well i think there's 26 tracks on it or something yeah but like it's that. demos and like a lot of them are just like snippets you know it's, yeah. it's like the beatles anthology thing mm. you know but um i think it's really in poor taste to charge 16 dollars for like a uh, an album of demos that's like he's up, like well from i mean he's doing that i mean he's always selling stuff and the thing is i know that he's not touring like with blink anymore probably downsizing which makes sense but it just seems like he's always selling yeah you had a we were talking about this the other day that we think he might be like running out of money or at least thinking he's running out of money at least worried about it because he is like downsizing yeah you know like he his to the stars um company moved to like a smaller he like consolidated the studio and the store into like one place yeah yeah yeah. which is he kind of more you Which said I it think, like it make i mean why have this big huge thing you know and but i mean and uh and so it is makes sense to downsize but it's just uh it could be a thing is that he just knows that that it's not coming in that you know that that blink check any as much anymore so i better you know yeah i mean that's a you know that's a, a lot that's a thing to count on, especially if you have a big house and you have nice cars and you have like you know kid that you have to put through school or whatever and totally i mean and he's um I imagine like he, everything he owns, he bought with like when he was on and Blink. Also starting new companies all the time and stuff and yeah. investing in. I like, don't think, I don't, I'd be surprised if any of the things he's doing is making return on investment like to the stars. I'd, I'd, I don't know. Like, I'd be shocked if it's operating at a profit right now. Yeah. I'm, it's like, uh, it's pretty strange. I mean, he has, like, I'm thinking of him as sort of like he's really just going for his niche crowd now 
in a way of like kind of like say like Kevin Smith kind of did. Yeah. In a way. Like he kind of reminds me of that right. a little bit. But Kevin Smith, I feel like he's even though he's his mind's all over the place with smoking weed and shit, he's still pretty like keeps it pretty close to home. Like Smodcast is just this thing. Yeah. And I have all these things going on on that. Yeah. But it's still like this. Yeah. And and, and before Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith is on his own, I think a little bit of like a weird thing going yeah. on with him. But before that, he had a pretty good run of of like, yeah, this is my audience. Like, I'm not making blockbusters, but I'm making movies that like every time my audience loves and they come to see, you know, like, you know, that run of like the late 90s, early 2000s, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, and Tom, yeah, he's jumping from too many things. So there's nothing you can really like latch, latch on to. And it, it doesn't sound like... Um, I see positive from like um, the Angels and Airwaves subreddit. Uh, I see like positive reactions to all the um, non-musical stuff he puts out when it comes out. And then like no one ever talks about it again. Mm. Uh, you know, like, so that's to me, like I, I haven't read it, so I can't speak to the quality, but like I, I'm assuming personally, the reason I've read it is nothing sounded interesting. Like mm. it, the poet thing I think is, it reminds me of like a Hot Topic ad. Like yeah. the animation is kind of cool in it. Yeah, it does um, look nice. But yeah. like the, uh, everything besides the short, you know, like the book and um, the comic book, like I just thought, like dumb. Like it, did you looked, ever it looked the immature. Love, like, love movie. Uh, I did. Did you? I finally did when it got put on Netflix. It's I, like I a, never, it's, it never came through. Phoenix it's like a. Theaters. It's like a rich guy who doesn't know how to make a movie wanted to make his two thousand and one. It, it does feel like I was kind of disappointed because I was kind of like excited to finally watch it, and I was like, oh, Angels and Airways did the music for this, and it was pretty like droney in a way. Like so, I was like, I was expecting more of like a. Pink Floyd video. Yeah, I wanted them something. to go in a different direction. This it, was another example of like Tom is always talking about Angels and Airwaves. Like this is like me doing creative. Like it would be one thing if like he he is like I want to do creative weird music and Blink is holding me back and then he releases like OK Computer mm-hmm. right. But Angels and Airwaves albums are very very simple. The music mm-hmm. is always like arguably simpler, more simple than Blink. I certainly I think. Dreamwalker aside, there's some good stuff. Like, what's that song off of the that EP that stamp, stomped the brake pedal? Diary, isn't that so, that was so good? Right? That was with the first thing they did with Illin. Yeah, like, and I was like, this is probably what, this is what everything should be. Like, yeah, all yeah, that's that was you know that w- what they were doing was nothing experimental. It was nothing like I'm not saying good or bad. And there's some good songs on the. All, like, uh, and this tracks. isn't meant to be a thing that it's bad, but just like he's positioning it all the time as like this musically complex thing. And it's just objectively, it's there's nothing complex about Angel Nero's music. Mm-hmm. Like it's very simple uh, chord progressions, very simple guitar riffs, standard intro, like yeah, intro, synth like verse, chorus, get, yeah. verse, chorus, bridge, um, outro, you know, like there's, yeah, the only that 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 one is one I go to a lot is that diary off of uh, Stomp yeah. the Brake Pedal because it's this huge buildup, and then I love that. Uh, and people complained about this about Dreamwalker that they thought that Tom, the the lyrics were or the vocals were so deep in the mix. That was stuff. the best. That's that one was of the, the best yeah, things they could because could it's do. supposed to be experimental and and when music's have, supposed to be the driving force. Yeah, so. I mean, um, uh, when you have, uh, I heard this interview with uh, Todd Rundgren on WTF, and he says when you're making music, if you make the vocals quiet. Um, because that's the first thing your brain latches onto is the vocals of a song. So if you make the vocals not super loud in the mix, your mind has to, like, you have to immediately pay attention to the song more than you otherwise would because you're, like, trying to find the vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, lets, so he, he said, like, well, if I'm trying, if I'm making a song where there's, like, a lot going on, I want everyone to hear it, I'll make the vocals, like, not super loud so then everyone hears what's going on. And I think that was the same decision 
that were, led to the Dreamwalker having the vocals look quieter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was works perfectly for Tom for what he he's trying to do. It, it right. shouldn't be forefront. Yeah, it should be like I loved on that Stomp the Brake pedal song. That's it's almost like he's like far back into it, and it feels like what he's talking about. Yeah, like, of this big. It's arena a really like a yeah. Type, it like, does. It, it, and uh, so you think he? It's almost like he's trying hard like you said to put out so much that it's like uh that some things there's there's good gems in there but it a lot of turds too you know yeah. like uh, i think well i think it is core like i think it's in tom to write great music i think it's in him to write great music i don't think he's gonna write it the the great american novel is not gonna come <laughs> from tom DeLong, and um you know the ufo revelations are not gonna do you want to get into that we haven't even touched like i know this, I mean, that, that's interesting. It's funny because he's always been in it. It's kind of funny to watch now, like, old videos of, like, them and him yeah. still bringing up yeah. UFO stuff. And now it's just gone full on. Like, in my in my mind, um, he's gone in, ra- like, the Secret Machine Machines project. Um, I think uh, that has kind of turned him, for me, from, like, weird. Kind of a funny. It was from, like, of. funny, like, your, the weird friend who's, like, oh, I kind of believe in aliens, though. Seriously, guys. <laughs> like, uh, I've done some research, and, you know, like, and, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that guy's, like, the weird thing about Ryan is he thinks aliens are weird. To, like, um, this is a guy, like, not that I think Tom is going to do this, but, like, this is, like, when you find a serial killer's home. Like, what <laughs> they've, like, the thought. So he believes that the ancient gods of mythology were aliens. Mm. Like, when I say like take a step back from like Tom and like I don't think we really like realize how off the deep end he's gone. That's one of those things that I feel like, um, like that's what this guy believes. Like, yeah, anyone I mean, who seriously believes and is not only believes it like in the back of his mind, but this is what he's like dedicating his life to. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy's like not stable, like not all there. You yeah, know, I don't know. Yeah, he's like there's of- no way. <laughs> There's no way that that's like a credible that you're like a sane person and firmly believe that you're quitting. You have the option to just like your life is blink and you're yeah. walking away from that to do this. Yeah. You have to believe it's real. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Like it's I don't Maybe think that, I don't, if, it, if I need to say it like they felt like they needed to cut ties with him because they knew he wasn't stable enough to do it. This is so this is something I feel about. Um, Maybe uh, less of like him wanting to do like less with compromising for what Tom wanted to do with the music, but more of just like this is so a this is person. this is a, one of the biggest things I wanted to get into. Um, I think um, in uh, about the aliens things just real quick. And I don't know if we really need. <laughs> I to, love aliens, but I don't know if we need to get into it more than to say, like, I, f- I feel like when you take a step back from it, like this guy's like kind of funky. Yeah. He's gone off the deep end. A I little think. bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you want to say about that? I don't know. Like I, I think there's aliens too, but I'm not like fucking saying there's like damn, you know, Greek gods and everything. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I feel like you now correct me if I'm wrong, but (laughs) I feel like you think what most any sane person thinks, which is that the universe (laughs) is so big. There have to be aliens, but also the universe is so big. There's no way. And so old, there's no way that like an advanced civilization if like, they did traveled here that's fun to think about i'm cool i'm, I'm th- i like to think yeah. that but i'm not like this is the, if you don't believe this the yeah. government's gonna fucking do you destroy it so what do you think about uh we i we should probably talk about this more this because this is kind of so what he's been everything he says now he he like bookends with uh, and i've been talking to people from the department of defense yeah travis and he said travis and him have been talking every day now i think personally 
they're talking. I think Travis is just like their go-to for legal issues because I think that there's got to <laughs> be. He's more a, gets. To, he wants to get shit done. Yeah, just I just like, think I think there's there's got to be a lot of legal issues that might not be resolved yet from the this weird like arrangement of the members of Blink, and because Tom probably and I could just see Travis being a point of the point of contact. The reason I feel that way is is um, I think Mark. Uh, I don't think Mark has any ill will towards Tom. I think Mark is like. Mark to me strikes me as a mature adult. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you know, they were best friends, this is like a super, you know, someone super close to them. And I think it, I think it honestly, like, I think Mark is like a big enough, per, uh, mature enough to not um, hold Tom, like be mad at Tom for being nuts, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Like I think yeah. he feels bad for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think he, and he's he feels hurt probably more. I think too. he feels like hurt, and I think I I think he feels like sorry for him in a way that it might hurt him to be around. Like I think it hurts seeing his friend do this to himself. Yeah, because like, they built that together. He's like Tom is torpedoing his career. Like he doesn't. There's no real future. I mean, unless one of his risks pay off, there's no real end game for him. And I I think um. You know, that come out with the alien stuff, you know, combined with all the weird artistic impulses. I think Mark, uh, it just pains him, you know, to mm-hmm. see is like if you went crazy and like stark raving mad <laughs> and you like torpedoed your job on some like weird alien thing, uh, like it would, I would not want to spend a lot of time with you because it would just like make me feel bad, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> like that. And that's where I think Mark is at with it. And I think that's why Mark. Um, to me, like the way he spoke in interviews kind of speaks to that. Like he doesn't really like, doesn't bring up Tom. And when he does, he just says like, I don't know what that guy's thinking. Yeah. 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 It's pretty intense. We didn't even talk about on the letter that he throws, um, uh, Feldman under the bus. (laughs) Right. Um, well he, he just, yeah, he just like, they wanted to write with other people like, uh, the guy who fucking produced, you know, five seconds of summer and good Charlotte, you know, just like the stuff that he knows what he's doing with those. Right. You know, cause he's just like, these are like pop pop. He's trying to, this letter is him trying to position himself as the artist and them as the pop like sellouts. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Like, and, uh, you know, cause he says like, I'm a, he says I'm a progressive artist in it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's the worst part. Like artists shouldn't say that they're an artist. If you say that, like when you first, when you say that, it makes it, like it takes you down a couple notches. Yeah. I think in a way. Uh, I, yeah. I think it'd be fine to say like, if they're talking about something to do with like their job the and context. they're like, as an artist, like I blah, blah, and yeah, they're yeah, an yeah. artist, you know, but like just to be, to, to say like, artists, to, to, to use it as an excuse for personality differences is pretty dumb. Yeah. 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 You know, I, you don't you don't go around like as a video editor um i don't it's hard for me in situations like this to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like it's it's it isn't it it's definitely feels like just uh um, you're we're watching and, it, and it's kind of crazy because if we didn't have social media and all this stuff we probably it, this wouldn't be as much discussion we'd be mostly just like wondering like, yeah i think social media i think social media might, it might be really bad for tom i think this is we're seeing destruction of somebody it's almost like the we're seeing like we are seeing the meltdown of somebody yeah it's kind of it's sad and it's strange and it's I don't, really i don't sad. think it's gonna end well it's a huge bummer for me personally because tom was like growing up tom was my guy like yeah. he was the reason I started playing guitar and yeah. you know, we talked in our first episode music, like I still write and record music all the time and it's directly because of Tom's guitar playing and mm-hmm. his singing. Um, the songs he wrote were great, you know? Um, I think, um, yeah, I really think my like, 
I guess maybe this is my way of like dealing with it is like, I feel like I have to find like some explanation for it. And it wasn't just that he was always crazy. Yeah. And so I'm thinking maybe it was that, um, it was just the success at an early age kind of knocked him, you know, which is something. Hopefully, I mean, if, if he doesn't already speak to therapists, he probably should. Yeah. Like Tom, if you're listening to this by some chance, like we don't hate you. We love you. Like, please (laughs) like want you to get help. Yeah, just like we don't want you to hurt yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. just see a therapist and like talk about some stuff. And, <laughs> I don't know because we want, and the thing is, we, I want to see him succeed. It, like, yeah, I, I don't try to like make it like there's this rivalry, but he's making one. He's making like a he's he. Thing. You're and, right, and, and it's he easy to compare it. things. You know, it's e- like it's easy. We we always do that. You know, it's just like what's better than the other, but and there wasn't know. like this massive comparing of the Angels and of ZP and bored to death. Even like with certainly not in popular culture and even within like the blink sub, you know, niches like the blink subreddit, mm-hmm. I didn't see people saying like really comparing the two. There's like, I know that I was listening to it recently because it's on Spotify now. Um, there's like a riff on one of the songs. The that Angels Narrow CP? Yeah, the new one, the Chasing. Oh, it's on Spotify? It's on Spotify, yeah. The last song on that I thought was good. I, I like the there's last like song. There's like some, for me, like it feels like there's parts, like it, this was on his the demos t- uh, CD and on this one, there's like little moments that of, are good no, moments that are great. And somebody yeah. like a producer would right. tell you like, that's like good, right? Jerry it's- Finn, who they worked with for their, like most of their career. And before that, Mark Trombino, yeah. like they used producers who were hugely involved. Sounds like the same way Feldman was. It doesn't sound yeah. like any different than Jerry Finn. Yeah. So for him to like peg it as this weird, like new arrangement, like, yeah, it's like, not a new arrangement because the only one was neighborhoods was the only one that they they didn't have the producer. All, on. The reason he brought it up is it just fits his narrative of their there being pop sellouts with this like pop producer, and, and I'm going off remember, to make art. Yeah, when Angels and Airways was first touring, he would like say things on stage like, "I'm not going to be a part of a fucking pop band." Yeah, and uh, I think yeah, I think he has he's definitely got a chip on his shoulder, and he 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 feels the need to peg himself as something and, he's and not. Then he wrote everything's magic. Like what is yeah. he? I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is ripping off the cure. Straight ever up. feel like you're alone? <laughs> it's a fun song, but like that's poppy as shit. Yeah, it's claps. I'm, I'm this is, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and it has to start. What's that fucking uh, Cure song? He's it's ripping off. Um, it's on just like heaven. That's the one that's a synth. It's a synth intro, or like. That's yeah. the yeah. It, it's oh, God, why can't I think of the name? But I don't know. Like it's so he's yeah he's definitely a close guy that's close to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has this. Uh, yeah, it's it's nuts and it's sad and hopefully things you know. Turn do you around. think? Uh, do I you think, think he just needs to cool off. Do you think there's the pills are back or there's a, a substitute for the pills or anything like that? I've seen that tossed around a lot. I think for. The way he is with things I and posting and stuff, I think he definitely has some kind of issue, I think, with yeah. something. Which I think, is, is, yeah. I mean, uh, we're not throwing, not to say this is true or anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, so all of this is just, we have, you know, like I said, like, I have no idea. And, you know, additionally, like, this is all just his professional life. Like, who knows how stable, you know, he, you know, in his personal life, he might just be like totally fine. And this is just his like weird professional, like he just isn't good at business stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, but, um, and otherwise he's a totally stable person. Um, you know, like we don't know, we're just kind of, it's just like, this is like therapy for us Mm -hmm. because we got to deal with like, 
one of our like heroes being like going falling going off apart. the deep end. Yeah. yeah, falling apart. Yeah. I think you put it well when you said that we're kind of like watching a meltdown. Mm-hmm. I don't think that um and the thing is is if this was like 20 years ago, um it would just be more of us like Every once in a while, hearing something and wondering, like, "Oh man, what the hell is that?" Yeah, like, like what us theorizing, with, which we're yeah. doing now, but like, we'd be even less. Yeah, it'd be less in knowing what's going on. That's like, there's what less do you? Pieces to- um, so we did this in our um, conversation off mic. But where do you think? Where do you see Tom in? Uh, why don't we say five years and then ten years? I think within ten years we'll see him with Blink again. Really? Yes. I think so. Uh, ten years, he's gonna be like fifty. I think we'll if I don't know. Yeah, I think within ten, we'll probably see. He'll probably be up with Blink again. I don't think um, I, I. You know, I'll, I'll go on record now because this is a and, this is a firm prediction. But I don't think I don't think they're ever gonna get. I don't think Tom is ever gonna go back with. I don't think he's ever gonna play with them. Yeah, never. Uh, unless he has like some kind of. Unless there's a huge revelation where where it's like, hey, I never got off the pills like the whole time, and I've been, and you know, something where he just like snaps back yeah, like to things, a, yeah. a coherent, like normal functioning adult. Because yeah, like in ten years, it's gonna be at the point where they're it's more of like a legacy type of act, probably. Right. You know? Um maybe. Which, I mean, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Like uh, bands are making pretty relevant. Like Radiohead is in their fifties right now, and they just yeah, they're true. probably the most. Besides Beyonce, the most relevant thing out there. And Beyonce is what? Like, isn't she in her like late 30s or you know, early 40s? Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Older people are getting more relevant now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. But I, I could see that. In five years, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I think Blink right now, well, if this album is what it is, we'll be still writing, like, probably be put out another album by yeah. then. They'll probably be on album number two or yeah, at and- least almost out. We might be like here in the first single, you know, this mm-hmm. time, five years. And I think that will be uh, maybe I think Tom won't be around too much. I think maybe by then, like you think he'll be kind of dark. It'll be kind of like everything will have fizzled out and he'll uh, maybe or maybe he finally like found what it is. Like maybe he just like I don't know why all this stuff just can't be the Angels and Airwaves brand. Right. You know, I feel like he could sustain an income if he had just devoted like Angels and Airwaves started out with We Don't Need to Whisper and it had like the first album from the blink guy and that was way more than everything else yeah, but, and it petered and- out but it felt like it kind of like hit like a level mm-hmm. but then it just dropped off because he just stopped caring about it you know yeah, yeah, he yeah. kind of abandoned the project and i feel like if he hadn't abandoned it he would have had like a kevin smith niche that he could have had a wealthy life that he could have sustained off of mm-hmm. and lived comfortably and done exactly what he wanted it just to. might not have been arenas anymore and he that's what he was like gunning for it was like playing like arenas with fucking uh angels and airwaves yeah i mean he's always putting himself in positions not always but since blink broke up it seems like everything he's doing he's putting himself in positions where he's uh he's putting himself in positions where he has to do something he's not good at Mm. like he's he's really good at playing punk rock riffs and writing punk rock riffs so he starts this like like progressive rock band and he just doesn't have the chops for it. So it ends up being this weird thing. That's it's like, kind of all over the place. Yeah. It's all over the place and like simple, but he keeps saying it's complex, but it, he just, he's not like Marcus. He's not like a prog rock musician. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then he like starts writing books. He like can't write, you know, so yeah, he starts doing, doing it. and he does animations. Like he can't, 
paint, you know, or like a, do animation. He's saying making a movie, but that movie wasn't directed by him. Yeah, the it movie was wasn't directed by him. Film, basically, that was 2001 remake. Yeah, and so I just like... And then he says he's directing a movie, which he sounds like he's been trying to do for a long time. Yeah, he's always he's always saying this, you know. He and, sounds like he had the, he an interview uh, meeting with Bad Robot that didn't go well. Right, yeah. I don't know, it's... Yeah, it sounds like he tried to pitch... Um, I think he tried to pitch uh, Strange Times to them, oh, and wow. it didn't go well. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think, and uh, so, so for my predictions, five years from now, I think, um, I'm kind of with you. I think it's going to be like, I think five years from now is going to be like the make or break for Tom. Mm. I think year ten can be the the resurgence of him. Yeah, and I think year ten can be year ten is like either going to be like he's doing great, what in Blink or not. I don't, I don't think he's going to get back with Blink, but um, I think he could. Not necessarily like he'd have to go full normal to go back to blink, but I think he could go half normal and be fine by year 10 and just have like this I Kevin Smith esque audience, you know, <laughs> that he's playing to. But I feel like if it keeps going the way, if the arc keeps continuing this way, uh, I don't know where he's going to be. You know, five years from now is going to be pretty rough, and, and 10 years from now, I don't know, unless he's making just some smart investments and just like living off his money. Um, he just seems to be driving everyone away from him that he mm-hmm. works with. And he's not, he's investing, he's, he's doing these projects that I'm assuming are really a lot of upfront costs that aren't, don't appear to be paying back. I mean, they don't really continue. Yeah. They, you're right. They've yeah. kind of flattened. And out. that can't go on forever. That's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a business, you know, like I'm, 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 I'm just saying from, if nothing else, just from a budgetary sense, I don't know what Tom's going to be doing in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, neither. Hopefully not dead. Yeah. Jesus. And I feel like... <laughs> Sorry, it just like got really... Intense. Well, what's sad is like um, bringing it all back to uh, my like hatred and obsession of, with Trump. Uh, my dad texts me. I've been texting him back and forth after like the, you know, is going to be the nominee. And my dad was like, don't like, well, you know, don't underestimate them. They underestimated Hitler. And I was like, and every, that's the first time in my life where I was like, the comparison to Hitler is like, actually like, oh shit. Like, and there was like that sinking feeling, you know, like, oh my God. So how how do we get to this from? Well, from you just said like, well, I hope he's not dead in 10 years. And I feel like normally that's like a joke, but I have like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting a little bit of that mm. sinking feeling. Like I could, that's like a viable, I could see that happening. Yeah, really hope it does People that, yeah, especially people that have addiction, have it had addiction problems. Yeah. And- oh, and, and like, if he's like, we're talking about like, if he's back on it, you know, I don't think either of us are thinking like less of the guy if he's, you know, like addiction is a serious thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't have to deal with it personally, but I can't, uh, I'm not in a position to put myself in a place with someone who does have to deal with it, you know? So mm-hmm. I have no idea um, what that's like. And if that's still a problem for him, like I, even more reason I hope he gets some help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything else? This is a pretty dour. No, this is why really... I was like, before we started, I was like, I was thinking we, if we did, we could end on build this pool just cause the Tom news might get depressing. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and I like, did. Yeah. But uh, I think people do you have anything to, to, can you bring it back? Ryan? Uh, um, I don't know. What could we, what could we say? You've been farting a lot. It looks I like. Haven't... He's been leaning to bit. his side like the whole episode. I've had, I've, I haven't ate well in the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, he said he, he said he's been farting a lot, and I was like, "What would you have for uh, lunch today?" He's like, "Hot dog." <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast? Bagel. What'd you have for dinner last night? Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> like God, right? This is like a recipe for disaster. Uh yeah, yeah, but you know, it's all in good fun. 
It's you know, I did, well, here's here's something to end it on. We are about to finish, and we're going to go see Captain America: Civil War. Oh yeah! So we'll have a nice review. Well, of that that next we week. we spent so long recording now that any like any slightly healthy option for food now is closed. So we're going to do some more garbage <laughs> food for your stomach. Great, which I'm fine with. There's yeah. some pizza we can stop on the way. Yeah. So Captain America: Civil War. Um, <laughs> what are your predictions for Captain America: Civil War? Uh, I saw that uh, my favorite political website because it's like no analysis it's just polls is 538 and they released uh they predict four to one odds that captain america wins the civil war (laughs) (laughs) wow it's pretty good and they but they had like actual like reasoning behind and everything it's great i love that side well was one of the reasonings is that his name is in the title of the movie uh i don't remember it might be (laughs) it probably was on there well yeah we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what happens in the civil war you know yeah, so Maybe next um, episode. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, sorry to leave you with yeah. a, a somber note, but um, but it would get you thinking about Tom and and yeah, I think heartfelt. You know, I think um, uh, I don't want to come across as like bad Tom. I feel like it's a false, uh, a false situation, like a straw man argument or whatever you want to say to say like you're on pro Tom or anti Tom. I feel like that's this is like our own little civil war with you know. Ca- if you know, you're feeling pro Tom or anti Tom, then like. You know, I, Iron Man I think you need Cap? to like think about it a little bit more. Like it's not like black and white. It's not like he's good or bad. He's just a person that's obviously going through. And when you're talking about the alien stuff, once you take for me, just once you take that in consideration, this guy's not all there right now, and there's some going on with him. You know, mm-hmm. so. and I think yeah, and I, and and those guys couldn't continue with it. You know, yeah, they, they wanted to do something different. Yeah, different pages. Yeah, so. But yeah, if you what do you, tell us your thoughts on Tom. Yeah, what are what are your theories? What are your Tom theories? Yeah, maybe something we didn't catch on. So, and this is something else we uh, we saw some of the responses. Some people uh, wanted to get in touch with us and and kind of talk talk a little blink. Uh, yeah. And we'd love to do that. Um, we're thinking of some way to. We have an email set up. I know. And, yeah, or we have an email at one eighty two podcast at gmail dot com. And so, we've had already a few people message in. So thank you so much and. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely want to do something. Um, maybe, you know, after we record this, um, in the time between this and the next episode, we can kind of think about some ways. Yeah, to, we kind of just we're still getting our feet wet with this whole thing and just kind of want to figure out how right. to, you know, go about doing like fan interviews and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. And, you know, see what we could do. Um, uh, you know, a cool idea I think we've kind of tossed around is the idea of like um, in the way that we one of the things we want to do for this podcast is interview some like musicians or just different people in the music industry or tangentially related to blink about their history with blink and it'd be cool to do that like with um with people who want to write in and like we could chat like what's your history with blink mm-hmm. um i think that'd be a cool way to kind of integrate it or you know uh, we'll, so we'll we'll figure out it'll be something cool but um we really appreciate it i think everyone yeah thanks uh, for the, the, the response has been great oh it's really cool i've been listening so it's really i'm i've like everything i've all the responses i've seen have like been so great like i really appreciate it okay. <laughs> uh well yeah i think that about uh covers it for this week go ahead and put those pants back on